Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey chickens, still watching the final episode of Remembrance of the Daleks. I don't know why I had to say it like like I was the guy at the start of the Clone Wars episode. Have you watched the Clone Wars, like the cartoon? So, you know, because Star Wars always starts with that massive crawl going up the screen explaining last time on Star Wars. Um, (laughs) Kind of, you know, because it was, you know, the original Star Wars was based uh, on those kind of serials that were on before movies um like the flash gordon and batman and all that kind of thing and they had like a little recap um and the clone wars kind of goes back to the voiceover version of the recap uh i guess because it's you know a cartoon they're not expecting people to read also easier to translate it into other languages um (laughs) but the guy at the start is it's like everything's really momentous. <laughs> it's like Senator Amadala was trapped in them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, I don't know why I said Remembrance of the Daleks like I was that guy, <laughs> but I did. Um, anyway, <laughs> do I need to do a recap of my last episode? If I did it like that, it would take me an entire episode to do the recap and like the episodes would become like an endless permutation of recaps of recaps of recaps and I would never actually go any further with any more content we would just be in weird voiceover recap land um which is a strange place to be uh anyway um <laughs> we're we've been we've got Mike and Ratcliffe they're trapped in the construction yard by the renegade daleks and the evil little girl with the Sinister Alice Band, who is in charge of the time controller and wearing the <laughs> the motorcycle helmet with the Dalek eye stalk of death. Um, it has to be of death. It's Doctor Who. Of doom or of death. It's one or the other. Um, 
So, uh, back at the school where the doctor has uh, been fiddling about inside the Dalek shuttle, uh, everyone comes back into the school um, and they find the corporal uh, down in the cellar who was jumped by Mike. Uh, Alison checks his head and Rachel asks if he's okay. And Alison's like, I've got no idea. I'm a physicist. <laughs> It's just like lines like that that are delivered just in the most straight fashion. Like sometimes that's the best way to do comedy is not to sell it. Like don't sell the comedy as comedy and it will actually be funny um, if it's written in a funny way. Uh, But yeah, Um, this is a kind of... That kind of like absurdist humour that Ben Aronovich, who wrote these four episodes, I don't know if anyone's read the um, Rivers of London books that he writes, uh, but they have that kind of edge to them. I <laughs> I've not read a whole one because I I got one and I thought oh I liked Ben Aronovich's um he wrote a couple of Doctor Who novels back in the day and he's done a couple of uh, you know he did this one and I think he, does he do battlefield or whatever it's called in the next series um and i thought oh i quite like his writing i'll i'll have a go at one of these books and just you know some books you've really got in the be in the mood for like i couldn't read terry pratchett for years and years and years i've recently started enjoying them um but yeah it's that kind of thing where i read the first two sentences of rivers of london i was like nah not in the mood (laughs) So I just went back to one of my murder books. I just read a lot of murder books. Um, I'm really into murder books. Like, they're really straightforward. I don't like a funny murder book. I don't mind if the characters do funny things at some point. But, you know, when I want a murder... I want, like, I want a serious, really po-faced murder book. Like, I like a Dalgleish, like a P.D. James novel. Like, they're they're good murder books. I also like the... um, It's one of my other favourite murder books. I like uh, Harry Bosch, uh, Michael Connolly and the Lincoln Lawyer. Like they're, because he was a a journalist. So there's like, there's no fussing around with the language. It's just like, bang, here it is. This is what's happening. Um, And they're quickly, they're quick breezy reads. Uh, Anyway, I will get around to reading The Rivers of London one day. One day I'll be like, I'll finish a book and I'll be one of my murder books. Um, <laughs> and I'll be like, you know what? I feel like a bit of wry fantasy. I'm going to get onto those rivers of London. Um, but not yet. Uh, anyway, oh my Lord, I'm Tangent City this week. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've gone right around the corner. Um, it's Alison's fault for making the joke about being a physicist. Um, oh dear. Uh, so <laughs> the doctor um, starts wrenching on the corporal's ear, uh, the one who Alison was checking his head, and says, Oh, he'll be fine. Um, and so they head down to the cellar. Uh, Gilmore takes the corporal off to search for Mike. Um, meanwhile, the little girl attaches the time controller to the hand of Omega and says, prepare for departure. Uh-oh. I don't think the doctor wanted this to happen. Um, the black Dalek, who's in charge of all these renegades, orders Mike and Ratcliffe exterminated. But before any of that can happen, the special weapons Dalek turns up and blows up the gate. Um, that is probably 
an understatement. It's the gate and about half of the suburb. <laughs> like, it is a massive explosion. Like, and the camera's like situated quite a distance away, and it's just like, oh, wow, <laughs> that is a lot of boom. <laughs> Like, I know this was, um, I think, directed by Andrew Morgan, who directed Time in the Rani, which had some great explosions in it. I remember when Mel was in the spinning bubble. We did do the Time in the Rani. Um, <laughs> no, it's hard, it's hard to get on top of things. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, I Oh, my God. I, this explosion is... It's... Oh... It's so huge. I just, I just love it so much. It really, oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but yeah, apparently when they were filming it, like they, the explosion was bigger than they expected it to be. And there were complaints because like windows were blown out all over the place. <laughs> like it was quite a, quite a spectacular mess. Um but yeah, uh, if you want to go back and listen to the Time and the Rani episodes, they were episodes 321 to 325, 335 to 336, and 347. It went for ages. Um, I think, did Peter do a recap maybe? I think maybe he did, because uh, I think that's what the middle one was. I think Peter did a text recap, because um, he was mad for Bonnie Langford and Kate Amara. Uh, anyway... Giant explosion, like big, massive wolf. Uh, and it's like that whole green, that lovely, fresh paint of, painted gate of Ratcliffe's yard with the green. It's just splinters now. Just many, many tiny splinters. But I guess, you know, we've already established that the special weapons Dalek can blow up two Daleks and reduce them to rubble. So it should be making very short work of a wooden gate. And they've probably, I'm having a theory, um, they've probably, I make it sound like I'm having, like, I'm having a bout of gastritis. Um, oh, I'm having a theory. Watch out. They, they probably set the Dalek and they're like, oh, there's a hole, there's a gate in between us. The Imperial Daleks have gone, the Renegade Daleks are there. They're going to have fortified this gate. It's going to be, you know, maybe, you know, reinforced with Dalekanium. We're going to need to really blow it, blow it up. And they've aimed a special weapons Dalek at it, and it is just wood. Um, so, of course, we get a massive explosion because it's like, wow, we sent a lot of energy at it to really try and destroy what we thought was a big, powerful gate. And it was just wood, so mostly you got a big boom. Um, anyway, I love a big boom. I'm, <laughs> why am I trying to explain away a big boom? <laughs> Like, it needs explanation. It's like, no, we can just enjoy an explosion for being a giant explosion, Adam. You don't need to have a theory about it. But I did. Um, I mean, this podcast is called Adam Richard Has a Theory. And sometimes you're going to get a theory, even about uh, burning splinters in a laneway. Um, that's just what happens sometimes here in this podcast. And I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> I spent so long talking about my theory uh, that... <laughs> And being distracted by other things that we're going to have to continue the last episode of this Doctor Who series in the next episode Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.